Here's a penny for your thoughts. I got a penny for your thoughts. This is a penny for your thoughts podcast. We back at it. We in here with my man Javon. You. My homie Marcus. Was really good. Marcus Dolly. <laughs> we got special guests in the building. My man Kyrie Blackman. Yes, sir. You, you. Thank you for having special me. Special guest. Back, back at it. Back at it. Um, also, we got my beautiful wife on the ones and twos. Yes, sir. Say hi, babe. Hey. <laughs> hey. Sweet Nessa. Roll sweet. Right, sweet fun. Nessa. Hey. Um, Put that plug in there. Okay. So we're going right. to get to the topic. topic of the day is... Uh, how gullible how, are you? Exactly. Where how that? gullible are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. I feel like y'all invited me to the wrong joint a little bit. I'm kind of... I feel like I'm kind of gullible sometimes. If anybody is not gullible, you teach people how to not be gullible to their feelings and stuff. So I, mean, I guess. But it's, it's like, it's, I guess it's like you just because you teaching them a, like a methodology of how to handle stuff. That doesn't actually mean like that applies to you. For the for, right, mm. for the listeners who don't know, Kyle, just give yourself your little spiel real quick on what you do and what you started. Uh, yeah, I, my name is Kyrie Blackman. I am the owner and lead therapist at Triumph Counseling Group. We are a um, group therapy practice that specializes in treating African-American individuals, children, and families. That's basically it. That's um, I'm also educated. No, no, you just, just going to throw the back in there like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm so, Kyle, you do a little bit of everything, you know, whatever. Yeah, I sell hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I sell ices in the summer. That's not a joke. The bulls got business. Really it's all business. It's all business. Listen. That's the funny part. Is it Nathan's? Is it Sabonis? Sabonis. 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 Yeah, I'm out here. That's what's up. So how was your week? It was good, brother. It was quiet, thank God, and productive at the same time. So I like to have weeks like those. My week was cool until I tried to go. Um, actually, when I leave here, I'm going to the gas station because <laughs> the gas is cheaper here yeah, than it is where I'm in Philly. So that's, that's, a, that's, that's yeah. a fact. I'm going to fill up. You yeah, know. Gas in Jersey is cheaper for whatever reason. At premium. I got to get that in here. Exactly. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's like it's like $9 <laughs> in Philly. Okay. Yeah. Like, it used to be dumb cheaper in Jersey. It's yeah. not it's not anymore. Yeah. 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 They, didn't, they didn't have the certain tax on it. Well, mm. also though the diesel is my gas costs more than the diesel cuz I take super. Jeez. Diesel used to be really cheap though. Yeah, long, yeah but then long, diesel long shot long. up for some reason. Yeah, well, it's more it's more stuff that diesel uh that has uses for it. That's why it's be so cheap. Now you got other stuff so that's why. So I guess that brings us to our first little quick segment. Make sense of these gas prices and why. All right. right. So um, I know that the whole potential, like we got the gas shortage going on and, you know, everybody's concerned about, you know, hoarding gas like they hoarded tissue and they're going to hoard gas like they hoarded water for whatever reason. But. There's no, in my opinion, let me not just say it, but in my opinion, there's no real gas shortage. Somebody such as myself who has worked in the refinery setting, we not, we, we're, it's not designed to have a shortage like this that quick. Like, it's just not. So, 
I feel like the shortage is is a little bit of BS, a little bit, and I feel like that is not necessarily as accurate as they want us to believe. But once again, people are responding to what they consider to be another shortage, another area of concern, and then we run out and, you know... Go crazy. Go crazy. Yeah, like, right, you got people... Right. Pump, like, y'all talking about go fill up your tank. That's smart, duh. But you got people pumping gas and weaving baskets. and, and Panic at the Now, pump. I got to fill up my tank because <laughs> my car burns a certain amount of gas... And every five in a, in a yeah. short distance, so now I have to fill up more frequently than yeah, others. I, I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's why I gotta go fill up because I won't make it home right. if I don't fill up. Like, <laughs> sound like Vaughn was the boy who said he wasn't tripping but really had a basement full of toilet tissue. <laughs> <laughs> no, a basement full of free gas, but what? <laughs> That was like a terrible no. decision. Right. <laughs> people out there with 50-gallon drums in the basement. Right. Like, <laughs> it was going crazy. Like, no, but y'all, did y'all, do y'all know why? Did y'all... So, so here's the situation. So Colonial Pipe, I'll give the short version. Colonial Pipe is a maintenance company that maintenances the pipelines. Their pipeline extends from the Gulf, mm-hmm. Louisiana, Texas, all the way up here. They're actually... They're, office or main office in North Jersey right down the street from my job so they said it was a ransomware from mm-hmm. an extreme group from Europe right quote unquote they hacked their system and it shut everything down so they were shut down from production so they've technically been shut down from production maybe like a week or so yeah give or take and then you know with refinery work when you shut down everything it takes Days are shut. It takes a couple days shut down, but it takes even more to start everything back up. Things got to be at a certain temperature, and you just can't say turn up thirteen hundred degrees. You have to work your way up to it. There's process, process, work, make sure, make sure that you're not wasting So this supposed to be back up and running probably probably by Sunday, Monday, because they won't work around the clock like all refineries do. It's just that you just look at the behavior of people as soon as they. And hear something like that, it's like they just go crazy, like literally. Like I saw a thing on Instagram, like these people arguing at the gas pump. Yo, shorty spit on me, like over over the gas pump. And they putting every they putting gas in everything but a jerry can. <laughs> That's the other thing. <laughs> it's like so now when you put this gas that you contaminated in your car, right? You risk the car blowing up. Because there's a very sophisticated combustion process that happens with a car and the engine and electric versus and all these things are going basket. in. <laughs> yeah. Versus that, you pouring out, you know, your your, your soap or your uh, shampoo right. and stuffing even, gas in it. Right. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> um, but but it just it just kind of go to it goes to show you like, it, like I said, how gullible how we our human nature is. Just we just jump into everything. We won't even process stuff. We just go full bore. Oh man, COVID hits. I need tissue. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, where did that even come from? The oh, thing no. was, it was like one person felt like they needed tissue, and then everybody else felt like they needed tissue. Well, I think that part of it is, yeah, it's just the panic, and you know, some people just choose, oh, we need this, mm-hmm. and they gonna start grabbing it up. Right. Um, where I fell into it because I, I did, I grabbed some some toilet tissue. Right. It was that you would go into the store and really see that everything was gone, mm-hmm. right? So it's like their panic leads you to have to panic to some yeah. degree. 
Right. Right? So it's like, y'all are really grabbing up all the gas. So I have to get something now. Just so like, you can fill up just Just to make thing. sure. Like, what if, what if, what if my kids have to go to the hospital? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just be out here and not be able to have, or you have just, a tank you like just you. conserve. You know what I mean? Like, people, but people were being really irrational with it. Like, I should not see somebody filling up a, a Acme bag <laughs> of gas and then trying to put it in a trunk. Because what, what people don't realize is a liquid is a solid that moves. So as soon as you sit that plastic bag, even if it doesn't have um, holes at the bottom, as soon as you sit it down, the gas is going to work its way out, whether whether it's fumes. Yep. And you, all that is in your back of your trunk. And a lot of this was down south, right? So it's hot. No, it's hot. It's seventy something. Like, like people are panicking and not 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 using not just using common sense. Like right. gasoline is a flammable liquid. Yep. Why would you put that in your back trunk? So well, not only that, let's say you get you you get it you get it in the car and nothing's wrong, right? Right. You come to a red light, somebody don't stop behind you. Uh, hit you. They hit you. They spark something. Everybody's dead. Mm-hmm. Right in. I mean, it's 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 just. The, the lack of common sense and, and, and like, it's just, it's so sickening, you know, like, pan, I understand panic, like, it's natural to panic, I, it's, it's natural to, you know, but at, at, there has to be a point where, as a people, we just need to, all right, sit back and just assess the, the situation before we make a move. Right. But I think that's half the problem, we're not, to some extent, we're not even taught to assess things or critically think through things like all the way through like let's examine all the things let's weigh the pros and cons let's see you know what I mean like nobody we don't do that so you jump right to doing something or following something or behave, following behavior that somebody else is doing and without thinking like the why right. why am I doing this why do I need to do this why is this necessary like you know from like for preparation is part of that too like if you actually prepared and actually had a, you know, supply of toilet paper, then maybe you don't need to run out and go get toilet paper just because everybody's going to the store. Because you already had some. Because, you know, you became an adult, you became responsible, and said, you know what, the things I'm going to need or have provisions for my family, I'm going to have that in my house before I need them. Like, not... It was was months. (laughs) It was months before I actually started looking for tissue. Right, you know, exactly it, it, like paper towels, because for the longest, you know, I bought extra and I had a supply. Like at one point, I like I was giving I mean, out. We, we also have soap and water, but you know that's just another. Right, well, that's a whole other thing. Heaven like, forbid, really pull you down know. to it, just hop in the shower right. and rinse off. You I mean, know, you, you're was, fine. Like yeah. I remember one time going like like Walmart and Target, and uh, you know everybody at the time was you know wiping the carts down and they didn't want to touch them. People had gloves on. I'm looking like. So the carts were more contagious now than it was six months ago. Because <laughs> six months ago, y'all still weren't washing your hands. But whatever. You know. I'm going to leave that That lead me to a whole other one. But you, I'm just, you, you started, so I'm going to I'm going, You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, go. like, it just, but it's, it tells, like, to our behaviors, right? It took a pandemic for people to wash their hands. Right. It's like, like, why, why didn't you wash your hands before this? Right. Like, some of the basic things in the pandemic. Don't sneeze near someone. Turn your face. Cover your mouth. Right. Uh, wash your hands before you eat your food. Um, I 
that was kind of basic. I really think right. I was taught that we were, we as really, a child. We don't eat the of... peanuts at the bar. <laughs> don't eat the peanuts. There's germs in there. Like, there's been 96 hands in this bowl. bowl. Oh, like, I don't want no peanuts out of there. No. So, is that a thing? People have peanuts. I've never seen that before. Like, it's like them old, it's like old bars it's the now. old pubs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Them. Like you go to the place now, it's like it's like you got the little bowl of peanuts. Like it's been like thirty. I mean, it was tubs of peanuts in the middle of the four or five guys. So I mean, <laughs> right, like, it was and a lot of hands there. What is that? The steak's no, The steak's flat. Uh, you could like put you could long drop horn, yeah, no, 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 Dang. You can go pick your steak out. Was it Roll House? Roll House, Texas Roll House, and it was another one. It was another one that did it too. You could touch it, Joe. Like you, you, no, 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 they, 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 would pick it out. they would throw their peanuts on the floor. So that's a whole no, you, when you walk in there, though, you can pick the steak out. But yeah. that's, that's my mother. Going there. She's they should throw peanuts on the floor. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's like, <laughs> you, it's, like you're, it's like you're in a roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But, back to what I'm saying. So, you know, like I said, talk about being gullible is the fact that, you know, like what we were just saying, people really had to wait for somebody to tell them to be concerned about behaviors that they easily could have changed prior to. Wash your hands. You know, all of a sudden, you know, us keeping our distance and stuff, but like, I don't, I don't really want nobody all up on me anyway. Anyway, right. Like, why do I want a stranger like standing on I my need shoulder? A, I need a three foot radius anyway. Regardless. Um, you know, all of a sudden we, we started like, oh, you got to wash your hands. You weren't washing them before? Hmm. No. <laughs> If you've been Why to an office you building, concerned you know. About no. you worked in a warehouse. you worked in an office building. Remember? Yeah, Remember I used to get on the window? Walk dude? straight out. Oh, my God. That place is Be in the urinal. It's this dude. It walk straight out. Walk out. Terrible. It's this dude. Was he, in the stall. Wow. Was, nah, this is one dude. He was in the bathroom, man. He, he put, nah, I'd be in the stall next to him. He was proud of would. He would flush. And walk out. Stand up and walk out. And I'm just thinking, like, not only didn't you wash your hands. He white neither. Bruh. He ain't wiped nothing. <laughs> and he, and like, we would have like. And I bet you he was one of the ones that ran you out of You ain't hearing that though. Paper. How would you know that he, um, he didn't wipe? I'm sitting in the stall you next can, to him. You, you know, can hear the toilet There's a timing. There's a timing. You can hear the roll coming out. You know what I mean? Like. No courtesy. Maybe he's the joint as soon as he sat down. He got his drink ready. <laughs> nah. As soon as he sat down, like, nah, I know I'm going to need this. I would have heard. Nah. Like, I said, like. And then he was the first one, like, we would have like. These like lunch meat parties, like hoagie parties. Yo, that's and impossible, stuff. dog. You can't just, just glaze over. First that. one in the Put your hands in the food. Up, oh, bro. He would be the one trying to get a yeah, first you're one. Telling me there's grown people out here not wiping themselves. Yes, clearly, absolutely, no way. caveman, impossible. We used to call, and him, I, we used to, and I, we used to literally call him a caveman. Absolutely believe <laughs> that he was one of the first ones that ran out and got told people with a TV set go get told. Like, for what? What's the blow? The blow his nose. The blow his nose. You gonna use it? He blows it. He blowing his nose from for the first time ever. Yeah. He had from that, from that <laughs> Yo, man. But, like, but that just goes, it goes to show you, man. Like, it just, all of a sudden, all of this that's going on. Like, I understand COVID. Is, and, you know, COVID is a real, real thing. Air quotes. But my thing is, this is like, there's nothing they told us to do during COVID that you shouldn't have already been doing. So what was all the, so what was all the panic really about? I got an idea. I mean, from a mental health perspective, right? Like, one thing that people want, especially Americans, I feel like we've been conditioned to want control. Mm-hmm. And then, so. in that, when COVID first dropped, like 
everybody was scared and confused. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how serious the drone was. Right. And there wasn't really anything you could do. Right? Right. So, what can you do? Mm-hmm. I, can, I can go to the store. Toilet, I can buy stuff. Toilet paper is secure. Yeah. Toilet paper is cheap. Well, well, no, it was just anything. What, what, I, what do I think I need? Right, you know, right. Yeah. So Tony became that thing. And but so was it. Another thing about Beach Americans, um, we're not used to having to figure things out on our own. Mm-hmm. So we kind of just look to so what way. other people are doing, and we right. assume that that's what we should be doing too. Right. And you hop on the bandwagon. So it's that, and the fact that I gotta go and buy this because everybody else is buying this. Right. Yeah. Um, I do get that part because even even not being scared or panicked, I do actually need to go buy some because if the panic people buy all of it and I don't, and then when I need it, I don't have any, so I need to go. Um, So that just creates a whole lot of other. Who said uh, people? I mean, a person, a person is smart, but people are very dumb. That's from like a movie or something. I just well, can't. I mean, to me, you mean like a person actually thinks for like themselves. A whole, like a person. Saying like a, a, a like single a person, person. A single smart. person is yeah. intelligent. Yeah. But people are because stupid. Usually when you singly by yourself, you tend to think more, right? What's the word I'm looking for? More from a, so, a sober mindset. Well, yeah. Well, also, I feel like panic and being gullible is part of being... Sheep mentality. Yeah, that sheep mentality yeah. where you... You're just following suit. Group thing. Right. Instead of like, yeah. you know, everybody you know, everybody walking off this cliff and you sitting there watching people fall and you like Yeah, I'm good. I'm not gonna go do that. Um I'ma just stop. So <laughs> so, so I kinda like going back, this is like pre COVID and even kinda during COVID, like all of these challenges that got sent out over the internet and over social media and things like that. Right. And you're just watching you know, millions of people do this stuff. And it's like, but why? <laughs> but why would but why would I pour ice over my head in a freezing bucket of water for likes? At least that one had a good cause underneath it. Right. I mean, like, even like, well, what was that? Why was Bulls eating tablespoons of cinnamon? Right. Right. No purpose. You just out here like a stupid. But it was, it, but right. see that to me that that I forgot about that one. Creates that same yeah. mindset of just following blindly, right? Doing stuff just because the masses are doing it, and right. when you and you get into that mindset, you understand that that's a social conditioning. Yes, sir. And at the end of the day. You know, I, I, Mark Eric quoted the COVID right. thing. Like, I don't believe that the delivery of COVID is is what we have been explained it to be. But one thing's for sure: a cloth mask is not protecting anyone no. from a microorganism like a germ. But we steady was wearing. But we're, st- we're but wearing but we're, cloth masks. We're wearing them for other people's comfort. Not saying, but it's but it's not, not even real it comfort. Sense. It's a fictitious comfort because it's a microorganism. Right. Like I, I I don't you can't I can't miss that fact. Right. I went to science class in the fifth grade and we talked about organisms. Right. And it is what it is. Micro, I'm sorry. Microscopic. The piece of cloth. Even down to, it's not stopping that. I don't care. But even down to like when. Um, 
I know, like they said, China was, they were producing the N95s at like mass production, right? But yet the governor of Maryland, he went out and said, you know what? I'm just going to get two million thousand worth of masks and this way. Everybody in the state can just get them for they're gonna put them in like different spots throughout the state. Is whomever can get access to them don't matter. It ain't gonna work like that though. Well, come to find out, the masks that they paid for, they were fraud. Mm. They got they got them in mass production from some company in China that they quote unquote they said China would is the disease. Not mind, think about that. They said <laughs> that's where the disease came from. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I don't mean no harm, but why would I buy anything from you if that's where quote unquote the disease came from? Well. You, you know what I'm saying? America buys everything from China. Right, that's, right, that's, right. Not, that's half the reason why we have a, well, we a, a quote unquote recession and, and, and deficit all the time. Right. But that's a that's another fictitious that thing that's going to, out but there. But that speaks to our, our about our gullibleness. Our gullibleness. <laughs> how we spend, how you know, our mindset about things, how we critically think stuff. All the stuff like you said about the social conditioning has conditioning our day to day mindset about stuff. And it causes us to make these poor decisions and then we make excuses for them like, oh, well, it's normal or, oh, it's okay or everybody's doing it, so what's the big deal? Well, once upon a time, everybody had slaves. <laughs> what's the big deal? Right, like, but that is, that's what happens with, like you said, like with the social conditioning. That's the whole point of it. It's the point to get your mind to really kind of go in this specific direction and you know more than I would about that type of thing. So after a while, it's like things that are blatantly dumb, stupid, don't make zero sense. People just make everyday people just make excuses for like, oh, it's just no, just wear the mask, you know, to protect you. It How? doesn't. Just like the vaccine. Just take the vaccine. You'll stay safe. But they told us it's not a cure. Know that, right? <laughs> they they said up front it's not a cure. Just get the vaccine. Everybody get what am I getting vaccinated for if it's not a hey, cure? Hey, you know what? Listen. If you have the vaccine, yeah. take your mask off. Right. If you don't have the vaccine, keep, keep your, your mask, mask on. on okay? Oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. The if vaccine or the mask don't work. I don't know. This was a while ago. But did you hear what the, what the uh, I don't know if the prime minister is a maker or is a president. I don't know what their what their head would be. Yeah, I got me the So what it, whatever, the, the head of Jamaica, right? right. He's in a press Probably conference. Prime minister. I th- yeah, I think it's probably my mission. Yeah, I think so too. So that he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm pretty much, I'm not gonna implement right. the uh, vaccine. Mm-hmm. We gonna see how the other countries react. To it. <laughs> right, that's exactly how he said it. Right. I remember mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw something that said it was a it was a country in Africa. Now the meaning the in the beginning. Africa wasn't really affected as much from COVID as the other countries nope. were. Mm, right or not. So they sent the initial vaccination things to Africa. Mm. And so the one leader mm-hmm. over there said nah. he took the he took the swabs or the te- the test I think it was the testing portion. He sent the test over there and he took them and he tested something else and then sent all the stuff back. Yeah, and then he and then he said, "Oh yeah, all that stuff has COVID, but it was like an inanimate object or something right. like that. Yeah. Like that, that could he, he yeah. like swabs. There's no way it's swabbed the vegetable or something. Yeah. Like yeah, so anything you said, we're not getting that. We don't want that. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> so if, if I remember that, John, and I, I thought that was very interesting. So from the rip when COVID started jumping off, they were like, 
we got to be prepared for Africa to be on tilt because they don't have modern medicine. And actually, uh-huh. they were like, we need to go over there with the vaccine first and uh-huh. really give it to them Because we have first. to help those, those, those lowly Negroes. Right, right. right. Yeah. Um, but the truth of the matter was, the Africa Negroes. never really, they didn't do bad through COVID. They had better Not numbers. nearly in, as bad as your well, or America. I'm, I'm they had better numbers than everybody. And, and whether mm-hmm. we, and ever, we ever realize what this really is or what it's not, we don't even eat real food in America. Wow, we eat everything. genetically modified fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Africa, Gmo. most likely, most of the people who would be considered poor mm-hmm. are, are eating Healthy. natural, God-made fruits and vegetables, yeah. which naturally create the immunity and the healthiness of the body yep. to fight disease and sickness and all these other things that come about. And that in itself mm-hmm. would help them stay immune to different things that people try to put them. And, but, and I was going to say, yeah, that's a good point. Um, and that kind of brings you to what I was thinking about. like, Because really what we're talking about is more sociology, mm-hmm. not psychology. Right. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit of both, but the study of people. Because right. like how America has responded to this is a lot different than how a lot of these other countries did. Of course. Um, a lot of these other countries did fine through this. Right. Right? Um, no panic. Mm-mm. The groceries were fine. Everybody's eating. Right. And they killed it as far as reducing the numbers of people infected. Um, it, it, it's just how we, as a people, operate. Like, we're just conditioned. It's, it's Western we're conditioned. Medicine. That social conditioning, yeah. mm-hmm. it's you that, know, which falls under sociology, we've definitely been conditioned to panic. It's the the methodology of Western medicine as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's preventative and there's reactive. Western medicine is reactive. Right. We wait till we get sick to it's crazy. eat eat well. Yeah. But also, but uh, but this see this is the other thing I feel like with America that I'm learning the the older I get, the more I realize how corrupt America is. Even mm-hmm. you know despite you know how much what I've learned we've learned about you know slavery and how. Of you know, we pretty much built America. Yeah. But the one thing that I'm noticing a lot of is the correlation between um, creating a creating a um, creating a problem, right? So that you can profit off of being the savior. Being the savior. Mm-hmm. Of course. America well, yeah. does that so much. So me and Vanessa was watching um, this joint called, uh, I forgot, it's on Netflix. And it's pretty much about um, illegal fishing. Okay. And how we're killing the oceans and, mm-hmm. you know, once you kill off, because they're like, they're, 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 they're killing off sharks and all types of stuff, right? And then uh, there's like this hierarchy that's supposed to like police all of that. Okay. But they can't. They say, but the woman when they went to go question them, they couldn't. They couldn't control it. You know what I mean? Like right. they can say stuff, and they can like inspect stuff, but they can't really enforce it. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of them being there? So then you really did. They did some more digging, like, and you realize that there are all the companies that are doing the fishing are connected to the companies that are supposed to be policing right. the people doing the fishing. Right, mm. and then the um, so then then they start talking about how like um, you know we talking about uh, pollution, mm-hmm. and the majority of the pollution in the in the ocean 
are fishing nets. Yeah. Hmm. Straws make up like 0.5% of what's the pollution that we have. You know what I mean? Okay. And then it's, it's these micro... Yeah, like, so it's a conspiracy. No, it's called C-spiracy. That's what oh, C-spiracy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. so it's, C- it's called C-spiracy. Right. So, like, and it's this is like, I feel like this is with everything. Like, yeah. everything. Yeah, don't get me started, Absolutely. dog, because now we're talking about capitalism. Yeah, right? exactly. Right, exactly. capitalism right. is, is... No, get even, started, bro. It's <laughs> like... I don't know what the answer is. Like, I don't know if communism and socialism is the answer, but I know capitalism isn't, right? Well, I know what this is. But look look how demonized socialism and communism is, is is how demonized it is, when in reality, it's all about making sure everybody has. When you look at the roots and the core of communism and and, Mm -hmm. and socialism, it's about making sure other people have and nobody's going without, right? Mm -hmm. In capitalism, it's the quote-unquote the survival of the physics or the strongest survivors and the third. Really, it's more like the most brutal survive and the most brutal have and everybody else gets to starve. Right, right. (laughs) Because the people at the top, I mean, let's be real, the people at the top is the one that's doing most of the killing. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, is, I don't care, you can name the biggest dope boy ever, but my thing is, is where did he get the dope from? Mm-hmm. Don't have a boat in, in the world. That's the killer. Frank I mean, Lucas, thing- Big Meach, Boston George, those are not your killers. The people that provided to them are the killers. Of course they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just looking at the distributor, like, oh, he, you, you know. Talk, wait a minute, we no, talking no, about gas. What if they focus that what they focus on is the crabs in the barrel, not who put the crabs in the barrel. Oh, yeah. But you talk you you talk about the gas shortage. How many people died over those pipelines being put in to begin with? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. many people were killed because they wanted the pipeline to run a certain way mm-hmm. over the control of control or the movement of resources and industries and things like mm-hmm. that? When you talk about gas piping when you talk about automobiles, when you talk about trains and things like that, all these different things that f- are, are infrastructure on how everything runs and moves right. throughout the country, right. or throughout the world for that matter, these these are the things that people like fought, scraped, and did atrocities to control. Coal mines. Like, I don't know. Dere- uh, work, terrible working conditions. Come on now. Native slavery. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, you got yeah. people, if you if you live long enough to make it out of there, you die of cancer. Mm. Lung cancer within years of you retiring. I mean, you had guys that worked in the coal mines for years. They were dying in their 50s, <clears throat> 40s. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, the owners Chilling. got filthy rich. Filthy. The, well, I feel like the problem isn't really... Capitalism. Now that I'm like sitting here, I think it's just the capitalism without checks and balances. Uh, what America did was allow capitalism to be the foundation of everything, right? So if you have money, you have lobbyists. You get laws passed that support your thing. The the, right? the theory the theory of capitalism. There's nothing wrong. The problem is how our forefathers, quote unquote, of this country started. See, they started the whole idea of capitalism, but they started after they already had theirs. So there was already a built-in disadvantage. They'll tell you, man, as soon as you be- you become a free man, here's your freedom papers. 
you know, you're not a slave no more. You ain't got to work for master. You can get out here and do whatever you want to do. You can be rich. You can have your own adventures and do all of that. That sounds good, right? That's capitalism. I can gain my own money. I can do what I need to do. What they didn't tell you was you're at a, at a disadvantage. What they tell you is you still have to come back to me and ask me for the yes or the no mm -hmm. for me to approve your project. Mm -hmm. What I didn't tell you was, well, you're still three-fifths of a man. What I tell you was, you still can't go to school. And if you can't go to school, you can't read. If you can't read, then you signed a contract that, oops, I forgot. You don't even understand. So what you mm -hmm. think you, you own, you don't own. Now, how does that sound for me? Happened to my grandfather in the 40s. Why? Because he had third grade education. He signed over properties. He had no idea he was signing them over. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's all set that way. It's real. Like I said, the idea of capitalism is fine. But my thing is, is if I'm already starting off at a slave, if, if I'm already at a disadvantage, the forefathers, they had slaves, they had properties, they had wealth, they had everything lined up for their families, and it just went from there. Anybody else that came after that, you still got to wait for them to get theirs. Right. You're not getting, I don't but care who you are, you're not getting in front of Warren Buffett. I'm going to add another layer to that. When you add the layer of, I figured all that out, mm -hmm. I took my third grade education, yeah. and I still learned enough on my own mm -hmm. and, and made sure I was able to sign the right deals and right. gain the right fortunes right. and all these things like that and you come burn it all down. That too. <laughs> that, <laughs> is, that is very okay. important. Right. So, so that, right. so, so, so when you, when you talk about black right. people getting right. torn down right. in that aspect, not just one town, right. hundreds of towns, yep. millions of houses, not just one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I've, I've had... So my families have had their houses burned down exactly. from the clan and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we're not gonna act like the 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 table was is always been skewed and turned around. And, and, that and table got way. one side got legs so, on the other one. Don't even got I, no legs. I totally <laughs> agree that the idea of capitalism isn't bad nah. in in itself. It's man in his greed mm -hmm. and in his wicked heart that has the issue. And that creates the problem. Right. right. Capitalism without checks and balances. Right. And just the nature of capitalism is, I mean, as we're seeing it here in America, they create the whole system. It's crazy. And that plays into systemic racism and everything. But even some of the, if you look, even going back to the, like the, I guess what they thought was okay at the time, what was the perception of okay, right? Right. Um, when you, good, bad, whatever you want, I, I, I'm not trying to debate that portion of it. But some of the forefathers, even them, when the when they started, some of them had something about them that, that could see the the better. You know, you get when you when you learn history and when you're a kid in school, we learn that the quote unquote most of them were Puritans mm -hmm. and they came over trying to seek religious freedom, blah blah blah, blah you know, all that stuff, mm -hmm. right? But even when they signed the Declaration of Independence and all these things like that, some of them signed it like Deacon mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like so, I say that to say like some of them had a a connection or a faith that would possibly see the good in it, mm -hmm. or maybe led to some of the good things that you can see in the Constitution mm -hmm. and Declaration and things like that. But obviously, that wasn't carried out, and that's not all men that have followed in that. But well, once they saw the tables. Um, become to shift out of their favor. I always say people, wealthy people are cool with anything you do as long as it doesn't take away from them. So that's why I'm so big on people taking time to study that time of reconstruction 
was because in that very small time frame, you're talking about 10 to 15 year time frame, when black, when slaves were actually freed, like all the slaves, not some of them, but when all, all of your, your slaves were freed out, then you get to the point where you start to see where that table starts to shift away from them. And they start to lose some of their power. Then you have black people assimilating to political positions and only businesses and getting education. It was like, hold on, wait a minute. That's not what we thought was supposed to happen. We just thought we were going to let them be free. And that's it. Right. That's when they had to change the rules back to the oppressive slavery that it is. is because it was like, wait a minute. We, we didn't think that they were going to be able to do that and move that quickly and mm -hmm. assimilate that fast. But think about it. Let's say all of us go out, right? We're all in our perspective areas. We're all going to get into it. We have to get into it. We have to get into it. We have to open up a refinery. And no one goes and gets in a trucking business. We're all doing well. Let's say we're all, this is worth a $5 million a piece. We got 20 between us, right? We're doing real, real good. The thing about the wealthy is, and that 1% of that 1%, all it takes is one event for them to shift our stuff back to them. That's all it takes for them. Because when you got all the juice on your side, that's all it takes. They, they already talked about how the wealthy have benefited from COVID. Of course. Like, extremely benefited. Record profits. Record profits. While it's failing, right? It dwarfs whatever we're doing. And, and like, let's, like I said, we, let's say we're doing well and we're trying to make our way there. All it takes is one cataclysmic event a COVID or some type of pandemic or a market drop, a market shift and all this other stuff. And my thing is, is if I got $5 billion, I can always buy a larger share of that market than you can. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's just basic numbers. You can, it, like I can come in and say, you know what? All these sub, these, uh, these properties that are like, you know, facing evictions or facing, you know, being put out of their homes. I'll buy these 50 homes from the bank for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy, though. And because of the billions, I could buy more than you can. <laughs> right. I might. We'd be lucky we get one or two a piece. But that's they can walk and say, I want a whole block. But that's, that's, the, that's the side of COVID that nobody talks about. Right. Because in a lot of things with this, it was a money grab. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. when you when you take the little man out of business yep. and you and you centralize mm -hmm. it into the big businesses and you make them more profitable or make them the more quote-unquote essential they're the only ones you can go to right right, <laughs> right? You, you so could, now you lie, but you gotta go through him to get it right like, like, what? like target yeah target killed, killed it. target amazon killed uh, it nike Walmart. like they all killed so some of the, and, and these some companies of the are paying yeah. less than you paying taxes yeah. yes that's disgusting dog. i'm one person paying more taxes about, than y'all we talking about billion dollar companies, yo. Right. Paying two hundred, three hundred dollars in taxes. Dog, are you serious? So but that says but that says two different things. One, we have not learned the laws well enough to to use them to your benefits. Yeah. Because they didn't break any laws no. in doing Because they so. make the laws. I that's the that's laws. what I was talking about. But 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 they, not just they're that. the ones who lobby and they make the laws. But yeah, but you, but, you also knew what to, but they also knew what to write off. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. And that's and that's the thing that more people of color have to do, right? Yeah. Like, like we shouldn't be paying no taxes. Everybody needs to have a business, right? right. You see those nice pickup trucks that these racist ass balls is driving around? Right. Uh, 
Those are write-offs. Yeah, That's yeah. why they buy them. They yeah. have a little business and they just write that. Throw that little work that little that little work stick on there. Yeah. You don't be knowing like when they drive out they that's those are write-offs. You throw them like those, those ever them, them Avon stickers, them Mary Kay stickers on the back of that seventy thousand dollar truck. That's a write off. That's their business. We do. We got to We have to do what we can to learn so we can have more people and living gotta, like and that. On top of that, we need to be proactive because right. the one thing about that, another thing that there's an advantage on their side is a lot of the times information comes to them. Information right. finds them. Like so. Let's take, for example, if you ride through certain neighborhoods, you know them speed humps? Mm-hmm. Them speed humps aren't just put there. No. They, they vote them in. Yeah. They vote for that, and they think, you know, they... they You're going to ride 15 but, through But on season. the same time, in the same token, they know when the meetings are because they get notifications yeah. in the mail. Yeah. Now, if you go to a black neighborhood, I've never, I've never seen it. I nah, never, we're, we're, that, I disagree with that portion of it. The information is there. We don't choose. That's what I just said. To focus. We need on. to be proactive. Yeah, we don't. But it's there though. I, I feel like you, you get that same little thing gets stuffed in your door. You just don't pay it no mind. I agree. Yeah. Um. You. You. you we choose not to go to the town hall meeting. We mm. choose not to go to the vote. Do we? Don't know. Yeah. In, in a way, you do. And I, I, and, I, and I understand this. There's there's, there's there's it complications. Is. Some folks got to work and other things like that. And I, and I, I hear that side of it. Right. But. There is a portion where we just simply do not get involved enough, and we're, we're too distracted. I don't, I don't too busy watching. I think that's it. And Charlemagne brought up something important. He talked about being time poor. Right. And like that's deep. When we're time poor, you can't take advantage of the proper resources, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we can get everything mailed all day, but if we work in two twelve-hour shifts. Right. You not you don't have the, you don't have the time resource the luxury to sit and be like let me get this. Done. I don't know who I said this to, and I'm sorry to cut you. I'm I'm tired of right right. what you're That's saying about time. I don't know me. I think me maybe, maybe talked about it or maybe somebody else. But so I talked about the fact that I, and it's not not to be funny, but it seems like you go to a, just about any job, at least from my personal experience. Don't it seem like the majority of the white people that work at your job get off at three o'clock? They get off on they all get off on first shift. Most mm-hmm. of them be on first shift, and no, my thing is this: Roosevelt Baker, prime example. Our <laughs> last old five first shift, old first shift they was, run was forty-five white. and up white men. Right now, some people second, say third, second shift was a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Third shift, all oh. they was actually all like mm-hmm. immigrants. Like a lot, it was a lot of like Af- from Africans and, and um, like Spanish, Hispanic. Yeah. So, so that doesn't seem like a big deal to most people because most, most people say, well, you got a job, they got a job, what's the big deal? Well, there is a big deal because if I'm getting off at 3 o'clock every day, that allows me to make those meetings. Instead of me being in bed, sleeping, right. trying to get powered up for the right. second or third shift. That's what I'm saying. So even having that access for certain stuff during the day, you know what I'm saying? Right. That in itself is something that, like I said, so it's not that I'm a bum enough. for not coming to me. So I'm in bed, important. sleep. No, I'm trying to get ready for work. I don't. I don't. So I'm not saying that the deck the deck isn't stacked against us. Another layer to that would be even like with even having school age kids, right? right? If it. I get off at three, right? If I go in at eight and I get off at, at three or, or I go at six, what I can and that aligns with the time that your kid is in school, right? In, in certain aspects, right? Right. So now, 
I could be at home. I could do homework. Right. Now I could be at home. Or just the aspect of not having to get a sitter. Right. And things right. like that through the night hours and things like that. So right. there's a lot of layers to where, you know, we are, we can get kind of like marginalized or, or, you know, have an issue with the disproportionate with the, with the job situations. No doubt, but yeah. I'm just saying that as a whole, we still don't pay attention enough. We don't. We still don't. No, we can do better. Focus enough. We're too busy worried about what the celebrity did, who who got the new shoes, who got the new outfit, this and the third. Like we've allowed ourselves to be consumed with nonsense. At the end of the day, the consumerism mentality. Like we're we're consumers <clears throat> and not buyers. I, I, I don't like, agree. No, I, you don't think I, we you don't think we focus I too much social, on that type of stuff. I think social media conditions us to believe that. I think that, because this is something, something my mom did say, my mother being from the baby boomer generation, she did say she felt like, she said, Marcus, you know, the people y'all age, like under 40, y'all are concerned. And she's like, y'all are a lot more demonstrative about stuff that y'all believe than we ever were. She was like, you know, y'all say what y'all feel and it's just what it is and we can fight about it. She's like, we weren't, all of us weren't like that in her day. She's like, but you guys are, y'all very direct. She's like, y'all know y'all issues. And the things I think that, if I think about it, if I'm looking at social media enough, I will start to believe that that's what's going on all day, every day. Mm. But think about it. Let's say the most popular Instagram page is probably like Shade Room, right? Let's say in a given 24-hour time frame, they put up 30, 30 posts, right, on their on page, right? Mm -hmm. 30 posts. And you looked at all 30 of them, and then you turn your phone off. The next day, you would think what? You're thinking about those 30 posts you just looked at. You're not thinking about it from perspective of, that's only 30 situations mm -hmm. versus how many people in the world. That's a good point. That's 30 people. That's 30 situations. Yeah. Like, if I saw 30 people get shot, 30 separate incidences, you'd be like, dang, it's it it crazy. It's wild. But that 30 against, what are you comparing it to? Yeah, the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so a, it's that's like, a trick of media, but that's but what, that's I, that, that's yeah, what that's I'm saying. What it is. But there's a lot, that's what I'm saying. Like, that that speaks to the gullible nature. That's, that's, that's a lot. You know what's crazy? I, I've, had, I've had a gullible moment now. I think about it. Got pulled over by a cop. This is right after uh, somebody. I don't know. One of, somebody died. Somebody got killed by a cop, and I was automatically on the defensive when he walked up to the car. Mm -hmm. And it was a white. It was a younger white guy. He might have been a little younger than us. Right. And he was very polite. <laughs> no, no attitude. He didn't. He didn't really look at me or talk to me like I was a thug or anything. Right. Um. Mm -hmm. And I was in the wrong. I was clearly in the wrong. But right. I had an attitude because he came, he stopped me. And right. when he, he said, he said, um, do you know why I stopped you? And I was like, I said yes, but I said it with an attitude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And his response was, all right, well, let me have your, you know, your information. I'm going to go run it. Um, and he came back. He was like, you were doing such and such in the such and such zone. But I'm going to give you a, um, I'm going to just let you off with a warning. Slow down. I know you're just trying to get home from work. Mm -hmm. That's what he said to me. He was like, have a good day. I was like, you too, sir. Mm -hmm. And as I pulled off, like the humbling moment I had, I'm like, yo, I'm really letting the media mm -hmm. scare me and make, like almost, almost make me 
confrontational just off of what I'm seeing in the media because mm-hmm. I'm automatically thinking he gonna come to the door with an attitude and be racist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're Which right. every white person ain't racist. Nope. Absolutely not. No. I but don't... social media. What have you think? What have you think that? But one thing that I feel like when I say I disagree with Vaughn is like I think that part of the thing they want us to do is to make us feel or uh, the dominant culture wants us to feel like black people are like lazy or we just don't take advantage of certain opportunities. Dog, that joint is 97% systemic. <laughs> like, no, no, that's that's like, cool, but I, I I just really think that we. First of all, I, I mean, even I, I I've never sat in the space of like thinking that we all just sit around doing nothing. That's that's not even what I'm saying. Um, just to just to clarify, like mm-hmm. what I mean is, we, when you look at the whole, right. We don't take advantage of the opportunities. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we could say that. I, 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 I think that when we know, like, because... I'm not saying there's not many people if, doing if, what we need to be doing. If our kids went to schools where they actually were cared about and, and they were taught about investing in... But the um, first place the kids should be learning is at home. But But... But so, if, but so it has to start somewhere, right? So it has to start somewhere. But the school of nothing else. So we're be talking about exactly. So, so we teaching. can't we can't negate the fact that we have to we have to control our homes, irregardless of what school is teaching. We have to do like we cannot take our own responsibility out of our social condition. Like, I'm not saying there's not a systemic problem. I absolutely agree with the systemic problem. But the only reason we are where we are was because even when it was outlawed to read English, mm-hmm. somebody made sure we learned English at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at behind the slave master's back, behind, like this, the information and the stories were passed because someone said, irregardless of what the social conditioning is, right. We're going to make sure we take care of our own. Exactly. Right. So those people were extra. They they did what they had to do, right. right? Because it wasn't laid out for them, right? But if it were laid out for them, a trillion times more people would have taken I'm not disputing those that. resources. I'm not disputing so that. So that's why, that's why we just have to be careful about where we focus our attention and our energy well, because we don't want to be putting down where we should be giving more to make it sure that but that's my exact point bring people we, we, in the right direction we are fo- we focus for the majority's sake we focus on too much of the entertainment of the world and we do not focus on the things that if you go back generations from remove tv mm-hmm. remove this this cell phone device that with all this access to all these different things quite frankly the people were more intelligent they could do more they were more independent Nowadays, half the people can't walk around a corner without using the Google Maps or something on their phone. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that's that that's not an issue that we have created for ourselves. You know how many people don't that's not a earth. social. That, that's, huh? You know, you know how many people like you talking the generation directly black issue. I think that that's no, that's no. You know what? It, it becomes a, it becomes a capitalistic issue because now it's the the rich survive yeah. and those who don't can't. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where it, be, it, it kind of divides, and when that social classes not not necessarily just 
skin color now, their their economic social classes as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just a lot to it. I don't think it's just a, a one thing or a one fix. Yeah. But I, just, I want to get this description in there. Yeah, just told it now. So, Second Timothy chapter four, verse three to four. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. Mm. If that's not right now, I mean, scripture's so timeless, bro. Mm. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Facts. what, What stuck out to me was but having itching ears that will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Mm-hmm. Um, how can I put this in my own words? Uh, it's almost like we seek truth, not for it being true, but for what comforts us. Yeah, right. Hmm. We listen to what we want to. Yeah, we, we go where we. You know where we want to go, not really where we need to go. We listen to yeah. So it's kind of like it's kind of like um, a, a, let's say a little boy. You got your mom and your dad. Your mom's gonna comfort you. Your mom's gonna make you feel better about the situation. Nine times ten, your father gonna tell you what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that's not comfort, by the way. But go ahead. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh, Javon. I'm, no, no. Look, I'm only. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know what you mean, bro. But it just men nurture this is very why, differently. But this is but this go is ahead. this is why I missed him last week. <laughs> <laughs> men, listen. This is that thing of we always say. Oh, well, a woman nurtures and a man doesn't. I didn't nurture. say that though. I know nurture didn't come out of my mouth. I know. I know. I said I comfort. You. Yeah, I know. I got Every, you. A nurture. Men don't nurture to comfort. Men nurture to build up. I feel like. I'm gonna nurture to comfort you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna prepare you for exactly what this world gonna throw at you. Right. That's comfort. When you right. know exactly right. what right. this world's coming you at you, you're comfortable with the. Thank you. That's why I mean my father's so close now. Comfortable with the mug when the thing. Ooh, that's yes, that's correct. Just like that. I mean, that's a. That's why we so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was with me and my dad like this, and my mother be looking Listen. like, well, "What about me?" I'm like. Nah, yo, Pops gave me the real Listen. deal. He put his arm around me and said, boy, you a black Listen. man. This is what's going to happen. When they throw that exactly. right, you dip it and push right. right. Okay. And right. when it comes, it's like, oh, I know what to do with I this. Was, <laughs> I went out there well prepared in life because Pops put his arm around come me. On, like, sir. As a come on, sir. father come. should have said, son, I hear what your mother's saying. I'm going to tell you X, Y. That's what you say. Your mother's saying whatever so she that's, says. So, so right there, with <laughs> the, the conversation we just had, that's right. that's an example of... Prepping and preparing. Not not just that, but... Um, that's why both parents what's are so necessary. You want to finish my thought? Sorry. You'll be cutting me off longer. I do not cut you off. Don't get me. Don't get me. Y'all got to stand by today. The devil is a I'm playing, I'm playing. At least I apologize. I said I'm sorry. I'm playing around. I was playing, man. Why you gotta take it so serious? My bad. Because I wasn't prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Got (laughs) him. One more again. Oh, man. This is is the truth, though, man. Like, for real, because honestly, you know, that's just a, I know that's kind of like a different lane, but. 
bro, I'd have been real gullible going out there in life. Like, my father ain't tell me nothing. He ain't, mm. he ain't school me. He ain't, see, you know, he ain't give me no examples or none of that. He put me under his wing and be like, okay, this is what life is hitting for. Da, 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 da. But, you know, same thing. Oh. You go. Oh, no, I, I, I thought you had something to say. No. But, yeah, man, like, just, just in general, man, like, we, we do need to, especially, like, our younger ones, that the generation that's coming behind us and the generation after that, they're they're going out in the world very unprepared. They're very gullible. Because they, social media has become the driving force on how they think and, and process information. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate. Part of it is really not their fault. It's really out of their control. We have benefited the 30 and up club because we know what life was before social media, before the cell phone. Right. I don't think it's social media. I think it's more so that the disintegration of the family unit. That too. Um, you know, because like y'all say, y'all, y'all pops told y'all what to look out for. Right. And they've effectively taken the black man out of the home. No. Let's say that. In, in, say in, that. in record numbers. We're going to say that. We're going to say that. Yeah. We'll say that. I don't want, I don't want to go too far into that. Um, right. so let's save that for, for round two. Yeah. Um, I appreciate y'all listening to round one. This is Penny for Your Thoughts Podcast. Um, we're going to get at y'all next week.